Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. And I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, have no fear. On today's I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, Marjorie Taylor Green, Muppet Face, deranged Muppet Face. Marjorie Taylor Green gets shut down by the great Dr. Dre. A lot of people have been requesting me to break down George Santos, the fake phony congressman from Nassau County. I'm doing that. Plus, we have some sick. Fucks of the week and NFL predictions, all that and more in a fantastic I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Start this puppy off with something real nice. Start this puppy off with something real loud. But most importantly, start this I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast off with something real funky. Boom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. See it. Welcome. Welcome to the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Sultan of Sniff, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. the Disruptive Warrior, a.k.a. the King of Cashmere, rocking that, that real nice jet black Roe Cashmere from the Roe, the Olsen twins. Shout out to the Olsen twins. Shout out to Mary Kate or Ashley. One of them just got married. Appreciate your work at the Roe. And you are now rocking with the very, very best. The I Am Rapport Stereo podcast is in Sukasa. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Ziggity Zone of Disruption. And now we're doing this. Boom. Feeling real sane. I'll tell you why, particularly sane today. I hope everybody else is out there feeling good, feeling real safe, feeling real sane. I hope you are enjoying 2020 
three were cruising right to the middle of January. Shout out to the entire world watching. Shout out to the entire rap pack uh, the London rap pack the French rap pack the rap pack in the uh, 50 United States, Hawaii rap pack uh, the Latin America rap pack the New Zealand rap pack and so forth and so on. I'm hoping everybody is feeling real good, real safe, and really, really sane. I am getting ready to go on the road. I am going on the road this week. Back on the road, hitting the stage. I'm, I'm looking forward to it because I got a lot to say. Got a lot to uh, get off my chest. Want to uh, connect with the fans. I'll be in San Antonio this weekend, the 12th through the 14th at LOL San Antonio. And then I will be in Orlando, Florida. Can't wait. Can't wait to perform in Orlando at the Improv the 20th and the 21st of January. And then I'm going to be in Phoenix, uh, February 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. And then the 9th through the 11th, I'll be back in Denver. All tickets, all information for those shows and the rest of the shows uh, this spring are available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com. But I have San Antonio, Orlando, Phoenix, Denver. Come see me live. I got plenty of shows after that. I'm going to Milwaukee, I'm go- uh, there's a whole bunch of shows up. MichaelRappaportComedy.com, but it's San Antonio, Orlando, Phoenix, Denver. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. I am really uh, looking forward to getting up on stage, performing live. I love the shows. The traveling, <sighs> but the shows I love. And uh, I can't wait to go to those cities and rock out. Uh, I've never been to uh, San Antonio to perform stand-up. Never been to Orlando. I, had, I think I had to cancel show in Orlando. Orlando's particularly hot. I'm sure it's not that hot this time of year, but or, Orlando, I remember I went to Orlando for the first time in, in the 90s. They had some, some event there. And I remember Dennis Hopper was there. It was some film event. And it was so, I remember walking out of the hotel like being overwhelmed by the heat in the spring of Orlando, 1990-something. 99, 98, who the hell knows, 97. It all mixes and matches and melds together at this point. But all tickets, all information is available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com. So I said I was feeling particularly, particularly good, uh, sort of contemplative today. And the reason why I'm feeling particularly good, I'm feeling a little drained. I feel like things were released and full transparency. You guys know me as the disruptive warrior, a uh, iconic shit talker, one of the best in the biz. I pat myself on the back. I take the hits. Disruptive warrior is not a title that I just got out of thin air. It's earned the bumps, the bruises, the ramifications of being a just a disruptive personality. But that comes with a toll. That comes with a toll and a price, and not just on the outside, on the inside, on the inside. I talked to you guys about the, the phlegm, the ulcerative colitis. Uh, we were in the hospital for the, uh, what was it? The pneumonia last year. We also know about the planking. <laughs> but my wife, my whiz, my earth, uh, you know, she's more spiritually based. And, and in all seriousness, I'm spiritual too. 
I know you're like, what the fuck are you talking? I am very spiritual. And there's a quiet, contemplative side to me, Michael Rappaport. And I don't talk much about my personal life, blah, 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 blah. But my wife was insistent. She found out through her other friend, let's just call her friend Jay-Z, about this healer, okay, who, who gives you like a massage, they rub you, they, they pour stuff on you, you know, they're in there, they're, they're, I don't know what all the things are, but she was like, you need to go see this, this per-. they hit you with the egg. I said like, you know, crystal egg, they said no, like an egg from the store, like a brown egg. I said, I'll take whatever, because if you've been around me, and the coughing, and the farting, and the phlegming, and the snorting, and the sneezing, and just the things I've talked to you about, I truly believe that a medicine can help things. But I do also believe that food is the most important thing. Diet is the most important thing. Also, like, you know, I think things are connected to your emotions. That being said, my wife was like, we're going to see this healer. Are you open to it? I said, yes, I'm open to it. Now, I will remind everybody <clears throat> that I once was asked to be on the television show, The Hollywood Medium. You know Tyler, The Hollywood Medium? I believe that's his show. And I went to go see Tyler, The Hollywood Medium, because they wanted to have me on the show. And I went with open arms. I'm not one of these, like, you know, gotcha guys. I'm not like a spoof guy. You know, I, I don't do pranks or any of that stuff. I went with a with an open heart, an open mind, and, and, and I went there, you know, yo, you could bring in my grandma Evelyn, you could bring in, I don't know, who the hell knows what this guy could find out. You know the, the Hollywood medium, the young kid. He sits there, he's writing all this stuff. I sat there with homie for like two and a half hours. And I'm I'm giving him everything I can. Like, I felt like the proper thing to do was to like, just be open. And like, I'm trying to transmit, trying to transmit to the Hollywood medium. He's asking me this. He's asking me that. He's asking me. This. And after about an hour and 15 minutes, because you know, it's, it's a show. There's cameras and everything, but I'm, I'm sitting there, me and the Hollywood medium, me and Tyler, and I'm giving him everything I can. I'm like, uh, you know, open. I'm breathing. He's sweating like a dog. He's writing things down. He's scribble scrabbling. He's sweating like a dog. And I'm like, you know, what do you got? I want my grandma to come, a great grandma. Was I an elephant in my past life? Like, what do you got for me, Tyler? And after an hour and 15 minutes of him asking me questions and me trying to telecommunicate and telepathically give him all that I can, the producers uh, have me come in the back. They go, are you good? I go, yeah, I'm good. I feel good. How are we doing? My wife's like, you know, is everything okay, babe? I'm like, yeah, you see me, I'm trying. They're like, you know, he he's not getting, like, I guess it didn't take that long for most people. Like, I'm blocked. I guess I was blocked. I said, I'm, I am trying to give everything I can. I swear, I'm trying to, I'm not fucking around. I'm giving him everything I can. So you go back in there for another hour. He tells me some vague things. He mentioned something about my brother. But we, we never got that moment. Like where Grandma Evelyn, Grandma Francis, Grandpa Al, you know, like I said, you know, like, am I a baby elephant? Maybe I was a monkey. Maybe I was a king. Maybe I was I was a prince. Who knows? Maybe I fought in a war. I don't know. Well, whatever you got for me, let's, let's do it. We never got that moment. And this is literally after two hours, two 
plus hours. So I was like, you know, I didn't think twice about it. Nonetheless, my episode of Tyler, the Hollywood medium, the Hollywood medium guy, it never aired. And I tried, I, like, I really, really tried. Like, I don't know if he thought I was blocked. I don't know if he was sweating. He was doodling and everything. And, and I was disappointed because I was like, is, is it me? Like, is there something wrong with me? And obviously, when I say, is there something wrong with me? The answer is yes. Of course, there's things wrong with me. You see. But my wife was like, and I've been to healers before. So I said, we're going to see this healer. We go into this place. And I'm not belittling at all because I really think this was helpful, a helpful experience. And we go into this little place in Brooklyn to see this, this woman who travels around the world. She's like, um, basically looks like a, a little Mexican woman. I mean, she's no English. She's got an interpreter. She speaks no English, none, none, none whatsoever. She's straight out of Mexico. And she's very, uh, you know, beloved and coveted healer. And, and she's got her interpreter. It's like, I don't know if she's a witch. I don't know if she wants to be a witch, not be a witch. And I forgot to tell you that my wife also insists that somebody that worked for me, a nanny, a babysitter, back in the days with my little kids, when my kids were little, my wife insists that that nanny put a, a spell on me. Okay. She thinks she put a spell on me, like she put a curse on me. Why? I have no idea. It gets too intricate and too personal as to why this woman, because I'm extremely generous, especially someone that was taking care of my little kids because they're paying the asses. And she becomes like a family member. But she thinks towards the end of our working relationship, the woman put a spell on me. We would find water all around the house, not like on a table, like we'd find water, cups of water in the closet, Apparently, she had chickens living in her house. She said that her cousin told her that she sacrificed a chicken in my... In my I don't know. Why anybody would want to sacrifice a chicken? I don't know why anybody would want to put... A, I mean, I can understand why certain people would want to put a spell on me, but not my nanny. So my wife thinks with all my bronchial stuff, with my stomach stuff, with some other personal family things, that this woman put a spell on me. So he's like, aside from all that, he's like, what can it hurt? She's going to see the healer. Little, tiny, little, 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 like a Mexican grandmother. Sweet as can be with her, her interpreter. Very, very sweet. And, you know, they're asking me some questions. I tell her about the spell and this, that, and the third. They lay me down. I have sweatpants and a t-shirt on. They tell you to wear, th- you know, loose clothes. They start going to town on me. They're throwing water on me. They're praying on me. Uh, she's in my belly button pressing. She's got the egg. Some of my eyes were closed. Some of the time, she's talking to me in Spanish. The guy's interpreting it. She's like, you know, loosen up and uh, free, be free, be free. And yeah, I'm open. I'm like, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm an open book. You know, I'm breathing because, you know, I meditate and I had to breathe well. Uh, do whatever. Massage me. She's sticking, you know, they're in, they're in my pelvis, below the ball, everything. Oils, creams. Water slapping me. They got like the bamboo broom stuff, not the broom handle, like the stuff you you know. But it's like a like a handful of this broom stuff smacking me with it, and I'm just ah ah. You twisting me, pushing me, pulling me. 
more water, more Spanish music. Uh, and there's like Indian music. And I'm just, take it all out of me. Take it out of me, man. Get it all out of me. Get the spell, get the chicken, get the rot. Get the rot out of me. It's, I'm like, I'll cry, whatever, whatever. I didn't cry, but I was like, I'm going to take it all. They flip me over, smacking me, hitting me. And I, I mean, no, they're like, this is going on for, for an hour. I didn't cough one bit. And then at one point, I'm like, maybe she cured my cough. Maybe, maybe I'm cured. Of course, at one point, she flipped me back on my stomach and I'm leaning forward and then she hit me on the back. I mean, it didn't hurt. I, I like massages that are rough. I like it rough. No, but if I'm going to get a massage, because they're massaging me, you know, their elbows and all that's twisting me, throwing stuff at me, hitting me with the egg. But in all seriousness, I like you know, deep tissue massage. Like if I want to go to a tickler, I'll go to a tickler. But when I'm going to get massage, I want it. I want to feel a little bit. No pain, no gain. That's that's my motto when it comes to massaging. No pain, eh? Then there's no gain. But anyway, one time they, they flip, and then I started coughing and she's like, Sukio, I think Sukio, Suki. I can't remember what that meant. Get it out, go something. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby, needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. I'll tell you the one part that I got a little nervous. So in this apartment where they were, you know, it was very clean. And I, I did notice on one of the shelves, just happened to notice it. There was duct tape. 
okay? I didn't think twice about the duct tape until I was laying face down and they're smacking me, throwing water on me, oiling me. I don't know. She, she's in my belly. I'm telling you, like, she's like, you know, in, below my ball. They're in there. But I'm face down and I hear the very distinct sound of duct tape going, shh. I perked up at that point because I said, I don't, listen, I'm here to get cleansed. I'm here to get healed. But, you know, listen, you ain't duct taping me to the table. I got my limits. He must have been fixing something or using it for someone else. But I heard that very distinct sound of a duct tape. And it perked up. They cupped me, which I like cupping. I got the bruises on my back. I'm cupped up. I'm cupped to the nines. Anyway, you know, then my wife came in and she had a session and she's very, you know, my my wife, she's a crier. She's got a lot of emotion, very, you know what I mean? It was, I felt great. I was very glad that I went. I was very glad that I went. I was very drained afterwards and I feel good. And if if nothing else, I feel like they moved around and shifted some energy in my body. And I believe in that stuff. I do believe in that stuff. I don't know if you guys believe in healers or what you think about all that stuff. But, you know, it was physical. It was a physical thing. It wasn't like, because uh, it's for psychics. I'll be honest. No disrespect to anybody who, who's psychic. No disrespect to anybody who's had experience with psychics. Ah, listen, I don't believe in that shit. I don't. I'm sorry. But if you're physically in there and you're throwing oil on me and water and smacking me with the broom thing and you're cupping me, ah, I, mean, I slept like a, I slept like a, Big, big baby. And I woke up feeling, <sighs> feeling good, feeling good. But one thing I was thinking about is like, you know, like women. Because my wife said, did you cry? I said, I didn't cry. I said, I was open to crying. I said, I didn't cry. You know, I, and I, I cry. I'm not a crier, but I cry. But I was, I said to my wife, I said, you know, it's not as easy for the majority of men to cry as it is for women. I think hormonally, Genetically, we just, not to say that, you know, I I can't speak for everybody, but, you know, just, you know, obviously if you're having emotional times, but I'm saying 365 days a year, you're with women, they cry all the time. They cry when they're with their friends, they cry about boyfriends, they cry about their crimps, and that's great. It just, we're different. We are different hormonally, genetically, and scientifically, we are different. But I was open to whatever. If they wanted me butt ass, strip me down. I said, you want to take off my clothes? You could take off, take it all off. Do whatever you, have your way with me. <sighs> but I feel good. I mean, I'm cupped up. I got the bruises. I got the whole thing. My, my, like, you hit me with the egg in my chest. I mean, I feel it. Anyway, that was a good experience. Um, miserable. Muppet face, Marjorie Taylor Greene is back in the news. It's never anything good with you, Muppet face, Marjorie Taylor Greene. And, and I mean no disrespect to any of the cute Muppets out there, Miss Piggy, Kermit, any of the great Muppet faces out there. Uh, you, you're a deranged looking Muppet. You ain't a cute Muppet. You're not a Muppet that a little kid would want to play with. You Imagine they made a Muppet doll out of you. Marjorie Taylor Greene, you'd scare children to death. You'd haunt their souls. 
the miserable Marjorie Taylor Greene back in the news. Again, it's always for some garbage. It's always for some nonsense. It's never for anything good. It's always for dick riding, dick staying Donald Trump. You little groupie. Miserable Marjorie Taylor Greene, the groupie of Congress. You look, the G stands for groupie. Is there a G? Anyway, if Donald Trump told Marjorie Taylor Greene to jump off a bridge, she'd do it. He told her to rob a bank, she would do it. She's a ride or die, dick stained Donald Trump flunky. But when Marjorie Taylor Greene is, is trending, it's for talking about Jewish space lasers. It's for QAnon, you fool. You fool. You thought that QAnon was real dumb-dumb? You thought those emails, those anonymous emails were from him, you dummy? Muppet face Marjorie used the iconic chords of Still Dre on a, a video of hers to promote herself as, I don't know, whatever she does in government, whatever fools, idiots voted you in again. You were using Dr. Dre, one of the most famous uh, choruses in hip-hop history. You were using it. And of course, it got back to Dr. Dre in a matter of hours, and he pulled it, and Twitter pulled it. And they shut the video down because why would anyone, let alone Dr. Dre, want their music associated with you? You QAnon conspiracy theory, Jewish space laser, lying, pushing, peddling, whack job, miserable Marjorie Taylor Greene. You and your big teeth. Why would Dr. Dre... Let his music be associated with you. Nobody in hip-hop is ever going to let their music be associated with you. I don't care if it's Dr. Dre. Okay? I don't care if it's Ice Cube, Easy e late great Easy e a DJ Yella. Okay? Or the great underrated MC Ren. Nobody from NWA. I don't care if it's Ice-T, DJ Quick. Two short, short dogs in the house. Pete Rock, CL Smooth, Large Professor, Q-Tip, Ali Shaheed Muhammad, The King of Chill, DJ Premier, no producer in hip-hop, Rick Rubin, Pharrell, Eighth Wonder, and so forth and so on. I'm forgetting nobody would ever want their music associated with you, miserable Marjorie Taylor Greene. You want some music? You want some music that's fitting? See if you could license the music from Deliverance. When you walk through the Capitol building, when you walk around Washington, that's the music that should be playing. The banjo music. That sexual assault music. That's scary like, oh no, what is it? Because when you're around miserable Marjorie Taylor Greene, when you show up, that's what people are still saying. What is it? And they're talking about you. You're not using Dr. Dre. You're not using any hip hop. You're not using any classic rock, any Jimi Hendrix, any Led Zeppelin. 
the Rolling Stones, the police, Kiss, the Dire Streets, Cindy Lauper, Madonna, Michael Jackson, Tito Jackson, Janet Jackson. Nobody's giving you their music. What you should do is try to learn to play the banjo and learn that deliverance music. Because that's fitting. Try to see if you could license the music from Psycho. Or get your boy Kid Rock. See if he'll give you any of his bum-ass bullshit music. Any of that ba diddy ba da 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 ba bullshit. Now you put more Dr. Dre up there, we're going to sue you. Well, he'll sue you. I'm just saying. I'm speaking for Dr. J. He said he don't want his music associated with you. He said it. Still Dre. The DRE. Representing the CPT. You fuck. You fuck. No, come on, man. Nobody wants their music associated with you. Still Dre. The DRE. Representing the motherfucking CPT. Les Miserables, miserable Marjorie Taylor Greene. And all these freaks are Republicans. The other freak of the week, embarrassment. You're an embarrassment to Long Island. The congressman from Nassau County. My mother's from Long Island. There's so many, so many great, great accomplished people are from Long Island. The great Gatsby. My mom, uh, Chuck D, Howard Stern, Natalie Portman, Eddie Murphy, Dr. J. I mean, the list is extremely impressive. The people that have come out of Long Island, Strong Island. Shout out to the JVC Force. That's a deep cut. Do yourself a, a favor and YouTube JVC Force, Strong Island. Use that in uh, Beats, Rhymes, and Life, The Travels of a Tribe Called Quest, because if you were around New York City, 86, 87, 88, 89, and you were into hip-hop, you'd know that chorus. And this guy, George Santos, George Santos, who appears to have a camel toe. George Santos, what's going on, homie? You look like you got camel toe, Duke. What are you not telling us that's true? George Santos from Nassau County, lying about everything. If I'm the people of Nassau County, I don't care if I'm Democrat, Republican. These are the great, hardworking people of Nassau County. You voted in this guy who's a complete fraud, a joke, a liar, a con man with a camel toe. My man got a camel toe. He showed up in Congress looking like he's been run up in. Man looked like he was ran up all up in in a Tijuana whorehouse that they used you up real nice and real proper. What's going on, Duke? Why you got a camel toe when you show up at Congress? And it's been a whole discussion of whether he threw up a white supremacy sign. Let me tell you something. The white supremacists don't want anything to do with you, you little bitch. He lied about where he went to high school, 
where he went to college, where he's gotten his money from. This piece of shit lied about an animal charity. Said that he saved uh, thousands of cats and dogs. All lies. Lied about being gay. Lied about his mother dying in 9-11. Lied that his grandparents died in the Holocaust. This is a, a pile of shit, George Santos. Who, did I mention? He looks like he has a camel toe. My man got a gap. You got a gap, homie. He says he's gay. We don't know if he's gay. We don't know if he's straight. The gay people don't want any, the LGBTQ community doesn't want anything to do with you. And on top of all that, this freak lied and said he was Jewish. First of all, who in this point in time would lie about being Jewish? Everybody wants to be unassociated with us, the Jews. And this creep, kook, freak, this little hussy, George Santos is out here lying saying he's Jewish and then he backed it up and said, I didn't say I was Jewish. I said I was Jewish. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I don't know what you are. I don't know where you came from. But if I'm the people from Nassau County, I demand you resign. Anybody that, yo, listen, I don't care what, this is not a political thing. This guy's a liar. The people of Long Island, people of Nassau County, you deserve better. Demand this piece of shit resigns. Lied about his grandparents dying in the Holocaust. Lied about his sexuality. Lied about his religion. Lied about where he's went to school. Yo, he lied that he had an animal charity and he's saving animals. And you guys voted him in? Demand he resigns. New York strong. You're from Long Island. Yo, you deserve better. You deserve better. George Sanders, you're a clown. You're a joke. Who's got a camel toe? I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby. Needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. 
Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. All right, so the NFL playoffs are finally here. Yo, just a week ago, didn't look like there was going to be any football. DeMar Hamlin has uh, returned to Buffalo. He's out of the hospital. Thank goodness. Um, Like I said, for a second, it looked like the season was going to be canceled and that the NFL itself, professional football, was in jeopardy. So shout out to him. Shout out to the medical staff that revived this guy. Insane. Insane. And and he's out of the hospital less than a week. Jesus. That's crazy. But the the NFL playoffs are starting. Fantasy football season. I know everybody who plays fantasy football season, there there was concessions. There was changes. uh, Money had to be split. There was draws. There was ties. Uh, because of the DeMar Hamlin situation, and it's fine. Uh, we all live, including DeMar Hamlin, to compete another day. Uh, but the games are going to be played starting this weekend, and we made our predictions. Uh, if you want to re-listen to episode 952, the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, we made our predictions in the beginning of the season, and we did good. I mean, real good. Of course, uh, if you're wagering, uh, NFL, I strongly suggest you go to captainpicks.com. Rock with the best, a community of winners. Okay? And we're not just doing NFL football. Of course, we're doing uh, NCAA uh, basketball. Shout out to the Georgia Bulldogs, who just went back to back. We do NBA basketball. Uh, we do women's basketball. Uh, we do soccer. Okay? Uh, at some point, there's going to be pickleball. There's going to be professional pickleball. Like, I know they're going to go, oh, there already is. There's going to be pickleball. We're going to be doing that at Captain Picks. We do it all. CaptainPicks.com, okay? A community of captains, a community of winners. But the games are happening starting Saturday, and they're going through Monday, which is going to be dope. We have wild card football on Monday. So this is it. This is This is it. Some games are on neutral sites. Some games, are, you know, are being uh, played as normal. But like I said, because of the DeMar Hamlin uh, situation, medical scare, as they're calling it on ESPN, I know they're like, do not mess this up. But because of the DeMar Hamlin situation, changes had to be made. But we're starting Saturday with the 49ers versus the Seahawks. Gino, as a New Yorker, Salute. I don't know how you did it, but you did it. You really, 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 really improved and saved your career. And I know I know a lot of people in New York are like, uh, why not here? Uh, why didn't you do it when you were playing for Gang Green? Uh, but once a New Yorker, always a New Yorker. Uh, the 49ers are playing the Seahawks. I got the 49ers, CMC, 
George the Animal Kittle, and my guy Debo Samuels. I'm glad you're back. I know, I know you suffered an injury. You couldn't carry my fantasy football team, Rappaport's Delight, a.k.a. History of Violence. Those last two weeks, but I'm glad you're back. I like the 49ers. I like Christian McCaffrey, and I got the 49ers to win big, big, big. Then we have the Chargers versus the Jaguars. That's on Saturday, NBC. Got the Chargers to gut out the win. It ain't going to be an easy game. Jacksonville Jaguars, shout out to Trevor with the good hair. Another one. You turned it around, Trevor, with the good hair, and your hair looks magnificent. The man looks like a giraffe with Farrah Fawcett hair. Uh, Sunday, we got the Dolphins versus the Bills. Both of our predictions uh, came through with the Dolphins. Said they were a dark horse. They've had a crazy season with the Tua. Tagliavoa, I don't know if I said his name right, with his concussions. Not sure if he's going to play. If it was up to me, if it's up to the uh, NFL, I'd be like, yo, sit your ass down. We do not need you getting your fourth concussion in primetime playoff NFL football versus the Bills. I got the Bills to win whether Tua plays or not, and I got the Bills to win big uh, Sunday morning. Then we got the Giants versus the Vikings. Kirk Cousins, you're going down. Big blue. Biatch, big blue. The Giants are going to beat the Minnesota Vikings. It is happening Sunday morning. Then we got the Ravens versus the Bengals. Also my predictions. Listen, episode 952. Got the Bengals beating the Ravens. I don't know what Lamar's situation is, but the Ravens have been struggling. And then Monday night, Monday night madness, Monday night football, the Dallas Cowboys will go down in flames once again. How about them boys? To Tom Brady, who's turning 64. Tom Brady's 64 years old, and he's going to beat the Dallas Cowboys in Jerry World. Jerry, you're, you're another one. You got to go, man. You got to go. I got the Buccaneers beating the Dallas Cowboys. Like I said, if you want NBA, UFC, NHL, go to captainpicks.com. But those are my predictions. 49ers versus the Seahawks. I got the Niners. Chargers versus the Jaguars. I got the Chargers gutting it out versus the Jaguars. Sunday, Dolphins versus the Bills. Bills, I think, are going to blow them out. Giants versus the Vikings. Sorry, Kirk Cousins. You like that? You like that? Got the Giants beating the Vikings. Ravens versus the Bengals. I got the Bengals. And then Monday Night Madness, Tom Brady, who's turning 67 years old, is going to ruin Disco Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. How about them boys? It is time for the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast award-winning segment. It's time for the Sick Fucks of the Week. This is an award that is earned, not given. Earned, not given. It's called the Sick Fucks of the Week. Sick She's really fucking sick, man. She's fucking whack. Why? Make him stop. You smell like a sick fuck. You look like a sick fuck. That ain't supposed to be on a plane, you sick fuck you. What are you doing? Hey, man, leave that chicken alone. Leave the chicken alone. Well, what are you doing to the chicken? That doesn't belong in a chicken. 
You hear the sounds. You hear the screaming, the hollering, the I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast Sick Fuck of the Week. Boom, this is an award that is earned, not given. It is an award that is earned, but not given. It goes out to a certain someone with a certain je ne sais quoi. The Sick Fuck of the Week is an I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast exclusive, and we are getting into it right now. Man, so many, so many sick fucks, so little time, but we have to just jump right into it. Uh, if you have any suggestions, uh, continue to send them. I'm getting all the uh, the DMs, Instagram, email me, leave a comment. Okay, you got a you got a link. You got you know of a sick fuck who needs that attention. Who needs that publicity? Send them over. The first one we have is the uh, the young man uh, who has been um, arrested for the uh, murder of the four Idaho teenagers, the college students. I don't understand why somebody who is possibly capable of killing four people. And it seems like they got the right person. This murder case in Idaho, which happened about uh, five, six weeks ago, they caught the, the sick fuck and, and this guy's in jail and obviously he's going to go to you know trial and all this stuff. It seems like we got the right guy. You smell it. You could smell it on him. But he's being allowed to have his vegan diet in prison. I, I Listen, what is going on here? What is happening here? You're a vegan murderer of four college students? Who cares what you eat? You get what you get and you don't get upset. We'll give you some baloney, some spam, rotten spam. You eat that. You want to go on a hunger strike? Die, you piece of shit. Die. Why are we giving this guy what he wants to eat? Give him some gluten-free bread. That's it. You get bread. Bread and, and damp, uh, warm, uh, maybe there's some lint, some dust, water. That's what you get. Bread and water. Gluten-free. We'll get you some gluten-free bread. Some rotten gluten-free bread. How do murderers, alleged murderers, get to choose what they, they get to eat in prison? Michigan's in Sukasa. By the way, people have asked, Mike Rapp, did you get your money from the comedy club promoter in Michigan? Did you get that money yet? No. I haven't gotten that money yet from the club promoter in Michigan, the five shows that I did in Michigan. And uh, I'm really, really not happy about this. Donald, Donald, Don, I know who you are. We know who you are. Let's just call him Donald V. Donald V in Michigan, who owes me money, probably owes other people money. Maybe I should send this family, the first sick fucks of the week, uh, not the family, uh, the person that they caught who uh, had been allegedly sexually assaulting a teenager, a family beat the shit out of a guy. Uh, maybe I need to get in contact with these people to track down Donald V in Michigan who owes me my money. They beat him so good. 
so nice. They stomped this sexual abuser's upper lip off. Now, I don't know if that was calculated, uh, but good work. This is what we need to do with anybody who's touching children or women. This is what we need to do with any sexual abusers. Stomp their lips off, uh, saw uh, their hands off, and let them live amongst everybody. They'll never do it again. They'll never, ever, ever do it again. Show them as an example, and I guarantee you these things will stop. Because they get out of jail. You know, I have an interview with Chris Hansen to catch a predator, Chris Hansen. He talks a lot about this with me. But you could get away with sexual abuse and then you come out of jail and then you do it again. Most of them do it again. Because they're, why? Why? Because they're sick fucks. That's why they make it to the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast Sick Fuck of the Week. Shout out to this family in Michigan for stomping the lip off of this teenage sexual abuser. Moving on. Is Brooklyn in the house? Is Queens in Sukasa? Well, there's a sick fuck who got arrested, thank God, for choking his chicken on the train. Five times that we know of. We know if you did it five times, there's probably 50 more incidents, you sick animal, you. This one woman saw this sick animal doing it twice Within the same hour, she took pictures. Listen, New Yorkers, we need to, we need to come together. Uh, everybody has their, their own beliefs. Everybody wants to stay safe. But New Yorkers, if we see somebody on the train doing something inappropriate, we need to hold the fucker down, uh, if we want, beat him, and then get the cops. They caught this animal, and like I said, he had been doing it five times, allegedly, which means he'd done it many, many, many times. One woman, like I said, saw him doing it twice in one hour. You sick dog. You sick puppy. The next one, moving on to uh, Louisiana. We talked about this guy when they had gotten arrested. Uh, an ex-deputy. It's law enforcement. An ex-deputy has been sentenced to 100 years because he helped his sick animal wife serve semen-laced cupcakes to little children at the school she worked in. These are, 100 years isn't enough. Kill them. This is an ex-law enforcement person in Livingston Parish. He also got a, a time for child porn and having uh, voyeurism, which I guess that has to be looking at porn, and assisting which means he probably is the sick dog that gave the semen laced cupcakes to his sick animal wife to give to kids. Now, when somebody like that is in prison, I don't know. I'm not sure, but I would guess he gets the Wonder Bread, the Wonder Bread bag and olive oil treatment in jail. But everybody in jail like, yo, what are you in for? What are you in for? Like, how do you explain to somebody, oh, I'm in here because I... I was watching child porn and also I did this little weird thing where I jerked off into cupcake mix and my wife gave it to kids. This is not a person that should even be in jail. We don't need people like this alive. You had your chance. You're rotten to the core. See, if you go to a witch or a healer, they do not, you scare the witch or the healer. The healer uh, runs for their life because they, they could feel there's nothing to do 
There's no more to do with you. Get rid of these people. We have to just eliminate that. I don't want to pay for this person to be alive. And maybe he's a vegan also. He gets to choose what kind of food he eats in jail for that. Why sentence someone to 100 years in prison? Eliminate them. Is Oregon in the house? I'll say it again. Is Oregon in Sukasa? A former soccer player. I don't know if he's professional. I don't know if he played uh, uh, casually. I don't, know, I don't know why they said he's a former soccer player. I don't, I don't know uh, soccer uh, people. I was in college, high school in Oregon, uh, was hopped up on fentanyl. Well, is, is weed not good enough for you people? Just smoke a blunt. You know, do some wax and some weed. Just, why well, you got to get fentanyl? If you smoke two blunts, you're going to be high enough. A couple shots of vodka. You start messing with this fentanyl, you start doing crazy shit. A former soccer player uh, was arrested for biting the ear and the face of a 72-year-old man. He tried to bite my man's face off because he's hopped up on that Dracula. He's, you're hopped up on that Count Dracula. That's what happens when you're on fentanyl. You start thinking you're a vampire and shit. Now, what do we do with you? What do we do with you? You sick animal? You tried to bite a 72-year-old man's face off? Finally. And then people go, oh, why is it the last one? I can only do so much. It takes a toll on my soul. I'm very vulnerable right now. Went to a healer. Told you that. Another animal in Oregon named Andrew Frey was arrested, convicted of indecency, theft, and resisting arrest because this sick animal, Andrew Frey, was fighting not one, not two, not three. It took 15 police officers to bring this animal down because he was fighting them. Hold on. And jerking off at the same time. Now, these poor cops. See, everybody, if you're a cop and you and your partner and then you get you get back up, are fighting a guy who's naked, jerking off and whooping your ass, that's going to do something to your self-esteem. And you're not going to sleep good. And no one else is going to do it. If you can't beat a dude who's jerking off and fucking you up at the same time, who can? They tried to tase homie. He kept choking his chicken and kicking ass. This is like some Bruce Lee shit. Took 15 police officers to bring this motherfucker down. And who wants to fight a naked dude? Nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to fight. Let alone a naked guy on the street who's jerking off. It's one thing to fight a naked guy. It's another thing to fight a guy who's naked and jerking off. Who needs this? Talk about PTSD. Anyway, I'm done. That's enough, sick fucks, for one episode. Came, saw, conquered. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Okay? I'm out.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to, like, choose a more challenging route than just, like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been, like, easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and, like, so simple? And what else was it going to—like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 